This is the Youpreneur FM podcast, where each week we bring you the strategies and resources you need to build, market and monetize a profitable, future-proof business around your knowledge and expertise. And now, here's your host, international business mentor and best-selling author, Chris Ducker. Ah yes, hello there and welcome to episode number 414 of Youpreneur FM. It's great to be with you almost at the end of the year, my friends. We're almost there. Now, if you know me well, you know, if you've been listening to this show for any period of time, you know I'm a big Christmas fan. I just, and I'm not sure whether it's sort of just the opportunity to give and obviously receive as well that I love about Christmas in terms of gifts and presents and whatnot. But honestly, for me, it's a really nice time of the year for me to kind of just reflect because I do genuinely take about three weeks off over the Christmas period um, from around about middle of December right the way through to normally the end of the first week of January. And so I do a lot of reflection. You know, I also do a lot of reading this year, as many of you know, if you've been following me on Instagram at Chris Ducker get that sorted if you're not there already. Um, I've been sharing uh, a passion that kind of reignited through lockdown this year, which is urban sketching. I used to do a lot of sketching in my 20s with my father, who was a pretty successful architect in London. Um, But over kind of through my you know, through my late 20s, my 30s, my 40s, I've done basically no sketching other than sort of just getting down on hands and knees with crayons with the kids over the years. Um, but yeah, I got a little bored through lockdown. I thought I've got to do something different, something creative and uh, started sketching again. And I'm really enjoying it. So I'm going to be doing reading. I'm going to be sketching. I'm going to be listening to lots and lots and lots of records. And uh, I'm going to be doing lots of reflection over the next few weeks as well. And I'm sure many of you guys are going to be doing it as well. However, sticking with what's going on right now, the one thing that I'm really excited about right now, and you may or may not be aware of this, but we have now opened up the doors to next year's Youpreneur Incubator Coaching and Mastermind Group. So if you're wanting to make 2021 really, truly count, genuinely count, I'd love to see you on the inside of the incubator next year. We've got some great, great stuff planned. In fact, actually, we're we're putting our foot down on the gas more than ever before. And here's my kind of like main focus points here, three or four things. So first up, in order to experience growth, you really do need to plan to grow first. And, you know, from our very first call together, if you were to come on and join us in the incubator, you're going to see that very, very clearly that we're going to help you plan the growth of your business in 2021. The second thing is this kind of real hardcore focus as a group, um, super consistent, super nonstop, ongoing focus on you and your plans and really executing on those plans. Because if you want to build and grow a profitable business, that consistent focus is super, super clear. That needs to be there. And then the last thing is that you've got to surround yourself with other like-minded people. You know, you cannot do this on your own forever. So if you've got stuck a little bit this year as a business owner and you want to get unstuck and you're kind of tired of going it alone and you want to be a world-class action taker and be coached by somebody who really does give a damn, aka yours truly, I'd love to see you on the inside of the incubator next year. You can head over to 
com forward slash incubator to find out more to secure your spot and we are like i said we're bringing people on right now for 2021 got a great crew of people already signed up and ready to go and i'm looking forward to hopefully adding a few more people in there as well so check it out youpreneur.com forward slash incubator and i look forward to hopefully seeing you there and working with you closely throughout the course of 2021 however today though i want to kind of just zoom in a little bit and and get ready so to speak for 2021 with the 10 things that you absolutely must know going into next year these are 10 super important things about yourself and your business that if you don't have a handle on the chances of you hitting your goals and getting to that level of success that you want to get to next year it's going to be minimal quite frankly you know not they say knowledge is power um, I think they say that. If they don't, they should be. So we're going to kind of collect that knowledge based off our own individual traits and goals and needs and aspirations so that when we start 2021, we can do so on a really, really solid footing. Let's get going. This is the Youpreneur FM podcast with Chris Ducker. All right, so first things first, you're going to need... A pen and paper here or an iPad or oh, whatever, a note catching device of some variety, right? Um, because we're going to go through, I'm going to ask you questions here, prompting you to think about these 10 things that you need to do that you've got to have under your belt going into next year. So number one, first and foremost is actually, I'd like you to sit down and genuinely describe your current revenue model and just your business model in general, right? So what does it look like? What sort of stuff are you selling? How are you making your money? That kind of stuff. So that's the first thing is basically just a bit of a description, so to speak. Um, not necessarily an elevator pitch per se, but a bit of a description on what your business is all about and how you're making your money currently. So that's number one out of the 10. Number two is I want you to also physically write out and describe your perfect customer in as much detail as you possibly can. Now, we've gone through this stuff before on the show in terms of you know developing your customer avatars and things like that. Fact of the matter is the more that you know your perfect customer as intimately as possible in terms of the situations, their age group, their experience levels, their income, and all these other things, the more you intimately know your perfect customer, the more chances you've got of actually building a business to serve them properly that will also obviously turn you into a profitable business owner. So that's the second thing is to really think about your perfect customer and get that description down on paper as well. And remember, nothing's finite here, right? Like we can change things and tweak things and, and you know, remain flexible with a lot of this stuff as we go through the year as well. So that's number one and number two. Number three is I want you to note down the exact number, okay? The exact number for your total revenue from 20. 20. Exactly how much money did your business bring in this year? All right. And then following on from that, the next thing is as a percentage, how much of your revenue came from your online 
activities. Now, I ask this question because I know a lot of my community both have more, you know, online stuff that they do, so online courses and that kind of stuff. And then they also have maybe some in-person stuff or some coaching and things like that that they offer to their customers as well. So when I say online sales, I mean directly stuff that, you know, products that you're selling directly on the internet that are delivered digitally, because it's important to see that's your passive income. Ultimately, you don't really have to do anything for that number. So as a percentage from your total revenue, what did you bring in from online sales specifically? Then the next number, I think this is number five on our list of 10 here. Number five is to jot down exactly what your total costs were for 2020. So all of your outgoings, every single thing. So everything from your post-it notes and your Sharpies, your stationary stuff, right the way down to travel, accommodation, staffing, all that stuff, right? Everything. And if you want, you can actually include tax payouts on this as well. So you get a true net, 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 net number uh, over that, right? So total costs. Number six is to, I think I'm right. Yeah, number six. Number six here is to jot down what your top three sources were for costs. Now, for most people, this will be staffing. It could potentially be uh, rental if they have a, a physical presence. Uh, and maybe it's, you know, legal fees or accounting fees, that sort of type of thing. So whatever, or maybe ads, you know, a lot of people are doing paid ads now. So what are your top three cost sources from this year as well? Now, I want to take a break here before I get into the, the last few here. And the reason why I'm asking all these questions of you is because if you don't know the numbers inside of your business, there's no way that you can, you know, coherently, genuinely actually focus on building your business in the right way. And let me just tell you a very quick story. It was probably about four years into my entrepreneurial journey. Um, and we're talking about maybe 2008, 2009-ish, something like that. And my finance director at the time, um, in fact, actually, I say at the time, she's still with me now. She kind of pulled me into the office and said, hey, boss, I got a quick question for you. Uh, we need to sit down and go over costs because I kind of feel like they're getting a little out of control. And, you know, I know we're growing quite quickly and everything, but I really feel like we need to look at our P&L together and figure out exactly what's going on. And I looked at her with this blank face. Understand, four years in, three, four years into business here. And I said to her, and I kid you not, I said to her, what's a P&L? It just goes to show you, I didn't even know what a profit and loss statement actually was, even after three or four years in business. And we were only, at that point, about a year away from doing our first $1 million year in revenue. See, the reason why I didn't know what a P&L statement was, was I was just like probably 99% of the entrepreneurs in their infancy of building businesses in that first five, six years or so. I wasn't really interested at looking at the numbers. All I was focused on was genuinely actually just bringing in as much new business and having that recurring business as much as physically possible. I was marketing I was selling, man. I wasn't interested to see how many post-it notes we bought or how much money we spent on photocopy toner. I wasn't interested in any of that at all. But three hours later, after going through several 
of our last maybe, I don't know, five or six last worth of quarters of P&Ls, it was very, very clear to me that we were spending money in areas of the business that we either A, didn't need to be spending at all, or B, could drastically cut back on. And obviously, obviously, that led to us hitting that $1 million mark because I was that much more tuned in to what our business was doing, not only in terms of income, but also in outcome. So there's a reason, there's a method to the madness here, right? In terms of asking you all of these questions. So let's have a quick recap here real, real quick so we know where we are. Number one, what's your business and what's your current revenue model? Number two, what's your perfect customer look like? Number three, how much money did you bring in? this year. Number four, what was the percentage of that revenue in terms of your online sales, i.e. what did you bring in from online products and services that you offer? Number five, what were your total costs for this year? And then number six, what were your top three cost sources? The reason why we look at that is because we want to be able to cut back on costs as much as we can. All right, let's take a break for a minute. Youpreneur FM, your number one personal brand business podcast. Okay, so number seven and number eight are going to zoom in a little bit in terms of our online activities, in terms of marketing, right? So the first thing here is how many email subscribers do you currently have? I want you to pause this episode right now, log into your email software, and find out exactly how many active members you've got on your email list. And the reason why I want you to record that is because you've got to be looking at this number every single month, particularly if you're paying out in ad revenue in some way, shape or form, right? Email is still, without a doubt, the number one income generating source for us as a business. And I know it's the same for pretty much everybody that I talk to that's building a business online. The reason why is because there's no noise right? There's, there's no sidebar in email. You can get into people's inboxes and they will read their email if they're interested to hear from you, obviously, right? So email, without a doubt, still our number one focus, right? It's great to use social media platforms and YouTube and Facebook and all this stuff. Use them for what they are, which are platforms to help you spread your message. But if you're not bringing people back to your hub, in other words, your website, and then getting those people to actually opt into your email list, you're going to lose. It could be a slow journey to that loss, but you are going to lose, believe me. So there you go. Number seven, how many email subscribers do you currently have on the books? Number eight is to also look at your three biggest traffic sources to your website, right? You can do this via Google Analytics. You just sign in and find out exactly where your traffic is coming from. Now, if you've been in this business for a while and you've been creating content and publishing it on your own domain for a while, it's very likely that your number one traffic source is going to be after obviously what they would classify as direct traffic, i.e. people coming probably nine times out of 10 from links in your emails to your website. So that's going to be number one pretty much all the time. Number two is likely to be search results. Okay. So we kind of, we expect that to a certain degree and we can push that to one side. It's everything after that, that we're really interested in. So what are our three biggest traffic sources after that? Interestingly, a few years ago, when I looked at this, I was really interested to see that Twitter was bringing in 
more traffic to my website at chrisducker.com than Facebook was. And this was a few years ago, but I bring up the story because I was spending way more time on Facebook than I was compared to Twitter. But Twitter was bringing in probably, I don't know, at the time, maybe 30, 40% more traffic than Facebook. So the reason, this is the reason why we need to look at these numbers is to make sure that where we are expelling our energy, that obviously the ROI on that is going to be worthwhile. Otherwise, we're kind of just spinning our wheels a little bit. So there you go. Number eight is to look at those three biggest traffic sources from this year. And obviously, whatever's working, you want to double down on. Whatever's not, you want to walk away from. Simple as that. And then the last two things that I want you to look at are kind of delving inside of yourselves a little bit, a little bit kind of personal development um, focused. And this isn't something that I talk about that much, but inside of the Upreneur Incubator program that we run, we we really do focus in on three big things every 90 days when we're setting our goals. And we have our 90-day intent planner that people kind of fold out. It's a fold-out uh, that we actually send out to people via, you know, good old-fashioned mail. And they fold it out and they fill out their 90-day intent goals for the entire next quarter. And it's broken up into three main sections of sales and marketing, personal development, and legacy and impact. And so this is really honestly the only time I really delve into personal development on a regular basis is because it's there. And it is important, but we've got to be in tune with who we are and what we're doing and you know what we're struggling with, which leads me to number nine on the list here, which is what have been your biggest struggles this last year? What have you been stumbling over this last year? Nine times out of 10, once you actually write these things down, it becomes a lot easier for yourself to actually do whatever you need to do to make whatever moves you need to make to make sure that you don't carry on struggling with these things. Because here's the thing, here's a newsflash for you. If you carry on struggling with the things you've struggled with this year, going into next year, more fool you. Sincerely, a lot of this can probably be delegated it, you know, delegated rather. Some of it might not be delegatable and you'll have to just figure out whether it's what you want to carry on doing or not. But whatever it is, you can't carry on. Otherwise, they just remain struggles. And that's not going to help your development as a business owner at all. And that leads me on to the 10th thing. And everybody knows that obviously I am still very, very much involved with the outsourcing game. I've got two businesses in the outsourcing industry. One is an outsourced B2B call center where we do a lot of inbound and outbound sort of customer service stuff. And then the other one is a slightly more famous one here on the internet called Virtual Star Finder. And that one is really just bridging the gap between stressed out, overworked entrepreneur and experienced virtual assistant in the Philippines. And so I'm still all about teamwork. I'm still all about building a team of remote virtual staff. I'm all about bringing on board virtual assistants to help me, particularly with my personal brand management online with social media and even this podcast and my video and everything that I do in terms of managing our websites and everything. I don't do any of that stuff. My time is much better spent on serving you, creating content that I know that can serve you and help you and solve your problems rather than, you know, farting about in Photoshop or GarageBand, right? So what have you got 
on your list. And some of it might actually be attached to that struggle list that you just put together. What have you got? What tasks are there that you can ultimately start delegating? You've been handling them. Maybe you've been struggling with them. Maybe you've been okay doing them, but you know you can free up more time if you're not doing them yourself. So you can spend more time on more important high-end activities for you and for your business, right? So what have you been doing? What What's on that list that you can ultimately start delegating. You've got to turn that into a bit of a blueprint so that you can figure out how to maximize your time going into 2021 as well. And understand, you know, as we wrap up here, understand that time truly is your most valuable commodity as an entrepreneur. There is absolutely nothing more important in your day-to-day activities than managing your time. Sincerely, if you're not spending your time in the right way or investing your time in the right way, your business is going to be affected by it. It's really that simple. Remember, either you run the day or the day runs you. And with that, let me just go ahead and remind you that doors to next year's Youpreneur Incubator Coaching and Mastermind Group have now well and truly flung open. So you can head over to youpreneur.com forward slash incubator to find out a little bit more about what being part of this group in 2021 can do for you and your business. Here's a quick fact for you. On average, 81% of our member goals are achieved every single month. 81%. The focus is on you. It's on the clarity you need as a business owner, but most importantly, it's on the growth that I know that you all want to achieve going into next year. And let's not beat around the bush. 2021 is a very important year and it should be taken seriously. So, youpreneur.com forward slash incubator. Go check it out and I hope to see you on the inside next year. I'll be back again next week with the last episode of the year. Before we wrap up, I'll see you then. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Youpreneur FM. We'll be back next week. But in the meantime, why not head over to our official website at youpreneur.com to access all our tools and resources essential to building, marketing, and monetizing a future-proof business based around your expertise. We'll see you next time.